You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. Daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith. Well, build a thriving business that honors him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 149. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Now, my guest today says, my identity and my purpose is wrapped up in Christ's call and plan for my life. And I think all of us as Christian entrepreneurs uh, can say that. Now, joining me on today's show is Sunette Francis. Empress of Virtue is not just a business, it is a ministry. And Sunette believes a woman can be duly famous in her physical presentation of herself or fabulous and complete in her authentic self, mind, body, and soul. An Empress of Virtue is about the complete person, not just part of what makes a woman whole. And for this reason, Sunette is eager to engage, to inspire, nature or nurture, learn and grow in totality of what it means to be a woman of virtue. Now on today's show, she is going to share Christ first above all. She's going to talk about Christ's timing. In business, we sometimes expect overnight success. It's funny, uh, Sunette, we had a previous uh, client talking about overnight success too. The reality is that success doesn't happen overnight, as well as Christ's definition of success. And remember that Christ's definition of success is radically different from the world's definition of success. Lots of great topics there. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Anne-Marie. Thank you so very much for having me. I'm delighted to be here. My pleasure, my pleasure. And uh, I love what you're going to talk about today. So many key areas of things that we can often struggle in. But before we dive into all of that uh, wonderful topics that you want to talk about, share with us, how did you come to create Empress of Virtue? Was it something, an idea that you've had for a while now? Or how, how did that come into fruition? Well, I, I think I don't believe in accidents. Mm-hmm. I just believe that God has a way of nudging us at the right time. And um, so when I started Empress of Virtue, it was back in 2012, but it, it really came to being in 2011, but it became official in 2012. I just went into a store one time and I saw this earrings and I thought, oh, those are really pretty. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, let me purchase these. And when I looked at the price tag, I was flabbergasted that it was so expensive Mm. and I said no way so I went to the local craft store and I bought the pieces and um, it was so so much less expensive than what the price was for the finished product and I said I'm just going to make my own I did never made jewelry in my life never thought I could ever do something like that and they turned out pretty decent and soon I was in undergrad at the time and soon my friends were saying why don't you make us one and out of that empress of virtue started coming about and I just didn't understand what God was doing with me at the time Um, I was in undergrad I was studying pastoral ministry and bible theology I had no plans for business no plan for doing anything Mm -hmm. crafty 
um, nothing like that. And all of a sudden there was a burst of new life in me to create and to make jewelry and to design jewelry. Wow. But I really didn't find my purpose and my niche until maybe a year and a half ago. Wow, that's an incredible story. Isn't it interesting how God works sometimes? Here you are, as you said, you were, you were studying, uh, what was it, the name of theology and, and pastoral care? To all of a sudden now, you know, Empress of Virtue, beautiful jewellery. Um, and sometimes we don't know the gifts and talents that God has planted in us. And uh, for you, that stemmed from walking into a shop, seeing a piece of jewellery you loved and, yeah, the price tag went, what? So you thought, I'll create it myself. <laughs> Tell me, um, when you're thinking about Christ first above all, I'm assuming that that's been really important for you, but maybe there's some lessons that you've learned as you were growing your business where when you put Christ first, there may have been some real remarkable differences. How does, and what does that mean for you and how's that shown up? Um, I've always said that Christ needs to permeate every aspect of our lives. So we're not just Christians on Sunday morning when we walk into church and open the Bible and read a scripture verse or hear a sermon or sing a song. We are Christians every single day of the week. And that includes our business, our home life, um, our leisure life. So it doesn't matter what we're doing. Christ needs to be evident in our words, in our thoughts, and in our actions. So it needs to be coming from the inside out. And so that model applies to business because I'm not Sunette on Tuesday and then a different version of Sunette on Wednesday and Thursday, etc. So for me in business, Christ has to be the center of it. First of mm -hmm. all, we have to acknowledge that the gifts and the talents that we have is not of our own making. Those are gifts and talents that have been entrusted to our care. Mm -hmm. And he has called us to be faithful stewards of those. So are we going to bury it in the sand or are we going to invest it and use it to multiply it for his kingdom and mm -hmm. to bring him glory and to bring him honor? Mm -hmm. It never originated with me it originated with Christ and this is my way of saying Lord this is what I'm done doing with the gifts that you've entrusted to me and then mm. continually seeking his guidance to lead me in that way yeah so so true are there some Bible verses that uh, maybe you regularly um, remind yourself of what are some of your favorite Bible verses that keep him and ensure that he, he is always forefront in your mind well, definitely Proverbs 31 is by, well, I wouldn't say by far, but one of my favorite. Don't get me started on Bible verses because I absolutely have too many favorites. So Proverbs 31 is very much the scripture passage for Empress of Virtue. Looking at the model of this woman who is strong, she's hardworking and she supports her family. Her children rises up and call her blessed. And the scripture goes on to say her husband trusts her. And so that says a lot to me. But then I also read that in 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 unity with John 15 um, verse 5 in particular where Jesus said that I am the vine and you are the branches apart from me you can do nothing yes. so I can work hard I can gain the whole world but what's going to happen if I lose my soul in the mm. midst of it yeah. again it comes back to that philosophy that I have that faith that I have that Christ has to permeate everything he has to be the head 
Yes, I love that and thank you so much for reminding us of uh, how important that is and living that. Something else that uh, I know business owners can often get a little bit frustrated around is when we're talking about success and I love that you've said, you know, it, it has to be Christ's timing. The reality is that success doesn't happen overnight. What are some key insights you've learned in this area? You're absolutely right. And um, you've, you've heard me said it before, success doesn't happen overnight. Mm. And um, so it has to be God's timing and God's definition of success. Mm. And I've learned that the hard way. And I'm sure I'm not the only one who has done that. Mm. When I started Empress of Virtue, when it became officially licensed in a business, I thought, okay, overnight, I'm expecting to, you know, be, be out there where people notice my brand and start to purchase some of the things that I've designed because I thought, you know, I poured my heart and soul mm. into these things and I'm hoping people like them as much as I do and that wasn't happening again I started in 2012 it's now mm. 2018 so it's been about a six year long journey mm. to get to where I am today and I'm and I'm not there yet in terms of the world's definition of success mm. but I genuinely believe that I am successful because I feel fulfilled in my calling mm. I know whose I am and therefore I know that no matter what I do the business will always sustain itself because it's not dependent on the world's economy yeah. it's planted planted in the economy of God mm. and the economy of God is unshakable it's unmovable you can trust it God is the same God yesterday today and tomorrow mm -hmm. he will not change and so if he will bring me success yesterday he will bring it today and he'll bring it tomorrow yes. and I sort of model that out of um Jesus Christ dying on the cross and when when Jesus was crucified you know the, the enemy thought that they won the Pharisees mm -hmm. and the religious rulers at the time thought they won and those who did not believe in him thought that they won and on the third day Jesus proved them wrong mm -hmm. so again in our failures in the trying times in our businesses you are not failing but you're on your you're on the right path to mm -hmm. your success to your destiny because your resurrection moment is just around the corner yes, and yeah so, so i genuinely believe mm. that trusting god if he calls you to it what makes you think that he can't give you the success and mm. that he has not prepared you for it and again when i think of the timing aspect of it i think of moses in the desert for 40 years mm. right 40 years moses was in the wilderness or the desert yeah. whichever translation of the scriptures right 40 long years but that is the exact same wilderness that he later had to mm. guide the children of israel through for another 40 years mm. so it took god 40 years to equip moses he knew that wilderness backwards and forwards so mm -hmm. when god says it is time you will know your business you will know your craft you yes. will know your purpose like the back of your hand there is no way you can fail when you trust no. in jesus Absolutely. And let's hope that it's not 40 years. Please, Lord, let it not be 40 years. I'm sure many of us are saying, but it's so true. It's interesting that you mentioned uh, Sinet Proverbs 31, because I had their app, the first five, and um, two of the women were discussing, you know, the, the often the silent period where we think that God may not necessarily be speaking to us, and in this case, in our business, that things are really moving forward. But as you say, in the debt, when Moses was in the desert or uh, things were happening that things right. were happening and growing and developing and I'm sure when you look back over the six years where you are now fulfilling the orders working with clients your marketing message and what you're doing 
has progressed, the foundations you've built over the, those six years now have held you in good stead. And I, I love the reminders that we're getting from all of the guests. You know, when God gives us a little and we become good stewards of that and we're, you know, leaning into him and always keeping him first, we will get more. Sometimes when we see success from a worldly point of view and we grow too quickly, it can often be at, to our detriment. So often God is nurturing us a strength, a character that we know is going to, as you say, sustain us in that growth phase so uh so very important reminder let's talk about the definition of success because uh, you know christ's definition is radically different as you say to the world's success what are some of the insights that you felt really helpful for you as you're growing your kingdom business well waiting on the lord and um stepping out of the way and let christ lead one of the challenges that I had earlier on um, in, in, in starting Empress of Virtue was I became afraid of my faith. I became afraid of letting people know that. And so when I would post devotionals on Instagram or my social media accounts for Empress of Virtue, I would try to make them not sound overly Christian because mm. I was afraid to push people away mm -hmm. and in in essence what i was doing was pushing christ out of mm -hmm. my business and so that created a lot of struggles for me personally internally mm -hmm. i had to wrestle with do i genuinely believe that god is able and that god is capable and uh, my business also struggled because my business lost its identity mm -hmm. and if you lose your identity you have also lost your purpose and so i had to rediscover who i was in jesus christ and figure out lord what do you want me to do and i had to learn to step out of the way and to surrender to his will mm -hmm. and when i started doing that i became more and increasingly fearless in mm. proclaiming empress of virtues values to the world empress of virtues identity in jesus christ first and foremost so i became unafraid of posting a devotional and putting a scripture quote and then putting christ's name mm. on it and after that i realized that more people started to gravitate toward my business because even if they are not christians but they realize that i stand for something yes. that i represent something and i'm not afraid of it I'm unapologetically a believer in Jesus mm. Christ. And even if they don't agree with the message, they like the fact that I am strong in who I am as mm. a woman, as a person, as a human being. Yes. And so you have a lot of young women who gravitate towards that and a lot of young mothers and, and women in general who gravitate towards that. And that has helped to grow Empress of Virtue mm. and to build Empress of Virtue up. Yeah, It comes all the way back to just letting go and let Christ lead your business. Mm -hmm. Struggles will come, even in success. Mm -hmm. Struggles will come. Mm -hmm. But if you have the foundation already established in Christ, you know the steps necessary to take to navigate those struggles. Jesus never said it would be easy, but he did say he will never leave us nor forsake us. He did say he will supply all our needs mm -hmm. according to his riches and his glory. So mm -hmm. it has to come back to Christ. You have to figure out what your identity is. You have to figure out what your call is. And if it is Jesus Christ, you will not fail. You will go through the good times. You will go through the bad times. And you will come out relatively unharmed. Yes. may get a scratch or two, but hey, Christ can mend those. <laughs> yes, 
So, so important, uh, everything that you've said there. And, you know, I'm often reminded, I can't think of the Bible verse, but it says, you know, if you are ashamed of me and, and do not speak about me, then he it will be the same. And it's like, oh, I'm not going to be standing by the throne. And then it's like, well, I don't know you. You didn't speak up for me. And I think in Christian businesses, when we're thinking about our businesses, you know, sometimes it can be in our attitude, as you said, core values. And as, as Christian business owners, if our core values are integrity and honesty uh, in, in all of our business dealings, then we are 110% integral and honest. Because I think sometimes it's in our actions or in our inactions that we don't do things that we really can tarnish the name of, you know, and his, his, um, we're ambassadors of Jesus. So I think, you know, whilst someone may in their business not necessarily be sharing Christian quotes or Bible verses, how you respond and react to people can speak volumes. And if you are someone that does work to that level of integrity, that can be something that really stands out to the point that someone will say to you, when I'm dealing with you and in your company, I love the way that you are this, this and this. That opens the door, you know, that, that possibility to have a, a further conversation. And we're called to be the light in the world, to be, you know, to show the hope that, that we have in Christ. Uh, and I think sometimes, you know, that is so important, isn't it? As we're doing our business dealings, how we interact and how we relate to people can be such a great um, way for us to disciple to others, even if we're maybe not even mentioning his name. Have you found that too? Right. I have found that, again, it comes back to what I said earlier, that Christ has to permeate your entire mm. being. Someone doesn't have to see you necessarily go to church or use the word the, the name of jesus they don't necessarily have to see that but they should be able to look at you and say there's something different mm -hmm. about that person and either the way they see you carry yourself and the way you respond to others they will look at you they should be able to look at you and see the fruit of jesus christ in mm -hmm. you even if you don't overtly say i believe in jesus christ because let's face it there's some businesses in which the the environment or the, the structure of the business doesn't allow for the, the kind of witnessing mm. that I'm able to do with my business. For example, if you work at a hospital um, as a nurse or if you work at some public school, especially right here in the United States, if you work in public schools, you cannot necessarily mm. you know, proclaim your faith to your students, but your students should be able to look at you and say, you know what, there is something different about this particular teacher and, and, and desire to inquire of what is so different about mm. this teacher in comparison to the others? They do. They all do the exact same thing, but there's something different about the way this teacher does it. Yeah, Something that uh, you sharing that reminded me of uh, on Sunday, just gone, um, we had a principal from a school that was very near to where our church is situated. Um, he is a Christian, and so in, in our schools too, we need to be very mindful, but there's a program called Children's Hope and it is where there are certain children who have been deemed to be, um, you know, maybe they don't have a core group of friends, and so they've got some issues. And uh, so some of our church members have gone through a mentoring program, and they are there as the key mentor. And I think once a week they spend an hour with these children. They don't... they. They're not allowed to talk about uh, Christ, of course, but they're there to just play. They're there to talk through, share. And the, the principal shared a video. Some of those children, the, the responses that they gave has made such an impact on their lives 
and one of the, the, the chaps that goes to our church was invited to one of his young mentors' 18th birthday. So it's, it, and this is a primary school. So like 10 or 15 years later, actually it would have been 10 years, I think, you know, here's this gentleman. We just don't know how our attitude, how our conversation, how compassion, you know, Christ showed compassion, can make such a difference and an impact in someone's life that is going to long um, impact them years later. We just don't know, do we, in our interactions? No, we don't. Yeah. We genuinely don't. But we're called to scatter seeds, even yes. if the soil isn't conducive for it, no matter what. When Jesus gave the example of the, the, the parable of the sower, he talked about the different kind of environment that was receiving that seed. But he didn't say, don't plant in the rocky areas. He didn't say, don't plant in the, in the areas that are full of weeds. He said, plant them anyway, scatter your seeds and mm -hmm. let them grow. Mm -hmm. Even if the bird will come and steal it or whatever the case may be, be plant the seeds of Christ anyway you never know what's going to happen and like we said before you don't necessarily have to say Jesus's name but by virtue of the fact that Christ is in you the fruit that you produce mm -hmm. in everything that you do someone will be able to to decipher the difference and also be able to grow from it and to learn from it and years later we'll come back yeah. as in this and say wow you impacted me mm. um i've had experiences like that and uh, and i'm just blessed i could list um several women i could think of janelle johnson mm. um i could think of terrius williamson and corona gardner and these are some of the young women um mm. who have influenced my life over over the course of my early years and as a, as a believer in fact i wasn't a believer when i met one of the young ladies corona gardner mm. and um just by virtue of the way she carried herself at school i knew something was different about her and you know I was one of those kids who would give her a hard time because of her faith and later on um, several years later I did call her and I said to her thank you yes you know what let's talk about that and I was going to ask you because you know sometimes <laughs> as businesses as you said earlier you went through a, a, a transition if you will or a period where you really needed to recommit to how you were going to show up and for you that is sharing now bible verses and quotes you know sometimes as businesses we try to be all things to all people and sometimes as you said not sometimes we are either and it says you're either on, on the fence yes or no you can't serve both you know um both and so what would you say to someone who maybe is battling with that at the moment? Um, because I think one of the greatest lessons that I learned is that, yes, there may be some people that may say something. I have not yet, although I, I will expect it, and it's just one of those things where you go, you know what, you do you and I'll do me and we'll just agree to disagree and let's do so with respect. However, there may be some people who are fearful of actually speaking out or showing some of that out into the world, if you will, with their message because of some of the feedback that they get or, or criticism. But I think it's important. What were some of the things that you reminded yourself of when you were going through that period that you then decided, you know what, I'm planting my flag in the sand. I am Christ and I'm going to uh, build this business aligned in, 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 uh, in and through him. Again, I, I experienced that fear, so I know that very well. One of the scripture verses that is coming to mind is Hebrews 13, verse 6. And I won't be able to quote it for you verbatim, but I could tell you um, it says something along the lines of the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? Mm. And so um, I had that scripture replaying over and over in my head. What can people do to me? 
if the Lord is on my side, what can people do to me? If Paul said, the Apostle Paul said, whether I live or whether I die, I belong to the Lord. Mm. No one can take that away from me. You could tarnish my reputation. You could say all the negative things you want about me, but you cannot have my soul. Mm. You cannot steal my destiny unless I hand it over to you. Yes. Christ is on my side. I cannot lose no matter if I live. I, I simply cannot lose. Mm. And it took me a while to really get that. And I started to, you know, when Christ told us to renew our minds, he knew exactly what he was talking about. <laughs> we need about. to renew our minds every day. Exactly. <laughs> and that's what I had to mm. do. And when I started to discover that and then remembering what he said in the Gospel of John, I did not give you a spirit again to fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I renewed my mind mm -hmm. and I started to relay the foundation of Empress of Virtue. And from the very beginning, Christ is at the, 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 he's at the foundation, he's in the middle, he's at the very top. When I start to put Christ in these places, mm -hmm. automatically everyone know, if you come to Empress of Virtue, these are the values you're going to receive. Mm -hmm. This is the message you're going to hear. This is the actions you're going to see lived out from the very beginning. So when I put that out there, you know from the very start. So mm -hmm. if this is not what you want, I'm very upfront and very transparent about it. So yes. you have a choice from the very beginning. And if somebody comes to me, in spite of knowing what my message and what my value and what my beliefs are, they're coming with an intention mm -hmm. to tear me down. But I'm not going to give the enemy a foothold because God reminds us that we're not fighting against flesh and blood. Yeah. He tells us that so I'm not going to fight with you. You're a child of God. Even if you don't accept him, you are still a child of God. And so I'm not going to respond by tearing you down. I'm mm. going to build you up. Mm. I'm going to build so you true. up. So, I'm so true. And, you know, sometimes there's conversations that I will see online and, you know, maybe say a prayer. And there's just some conversations that are really, um, we know, we need to be mindful about what conversations we participate in, um, how we bring or what we bring to that conversation, I think. As you are moving forward with the approach that you have, with the attitude and everything that you've said, there is sometimes then that people just cannot fault you, you know what I mean, and, and find fault in how you are approaching. They may not agree with you, but, you know, it, right. it's a free world now. We're all, uh, as I said, there are different values and different beliefs. And, and, you know, as long as we can have a conversation and, and not come across as judgmental, that can be something that makes a huge difference in someone's life to say, you know what, the conversations that I have with you are different. Tell me about it. I've, I've seen you react and, and maybe exactly what you went with that friend. There was something in her that years later, you know what, I, I continued to poke you, yet you didn't react and respond like a lot of other people would. Tell me, what is it? It opens that opportunity for you to share or hear more, yes? Exactly, exactly. Mm. You know, Christ reminds us to pray for people, mm. to bless them and to not curse them you know, and so on. And if we're about the kingdom of God, whether it's in our business or whether it's in our personal life, we have a responsibility 
responsibility to be praying for the souls of others. Mm-hmm. And there are people who may want to tear us down. And that's just the reality of it. Whether you're a Christian or not, that's just the nature of humanity. You find that anywhere. But the difference in our response is that the fruit of the Spirit of God calls us to be patient, to be long-suffering, mm-hmm. and it calls us to love people. We don't have to agree with everything everybody says mm-hmm. and does, but you have a responsibility to love them and to pray for them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, part of the struggle with businesses sometimes, too, especially Christian businesses, is that we are too afraid to, to, to pray for people. And so on, because we we live too often in a space of defeat mm. and we live often in a space of fear and we need to renew our minds and remember that christ it said he did not give us a spirit of fear but of power of love and of a sound mind yeah. and we need to operate more in that mm. in that love in that sound mind and in that spirit of power we yeah. don't have to be fearful. We genuinely don't have to mm. be fearful. Just pray for your neighbor. Pray for the person who doesn't agree with you. Pray for the person who wants to see you fail. Pray for mm. their success. Mm. Pray for them. Because I think, you know, as you say, it's so interesting that often, you know, when, when we struggle to pray for someone, maybe it's because it's triggered in us a need that we need to pray about, that we need to really bring to the throne and say, Lord, I really need your support in this particular area. So we can very much disconnect and not feel less than or worth less than because of someone's comment or someone's action or interaction. And if we heal through that and allow him to heal us through that, we can then stand in his strength um, and power to be able to have a conversation that you know that is um, honoring to him and in a way that I think can open the door to have further conversations where you can then um, be that compassionate or pray for that person that changes their attitude because I think um, it's often in the situations where someone reacts to something and their reaction will either um, cause fu- to, the, to add fuel to the fire or to um, to be a witness and not not sh- sh- saying anything about Christ at that point, but maybe reacting to in in a way that someone says, "Hmm, that's interesting." You know, normally someone would have taken me to court or whatever, but you didn't. <laughs> uh, and when we do that, God rewards us one way or another, even if it is an absolute peace that we can move forward and sometimes it's that peace that we're longing for that we're not triggered or we're not fearful that is someone going to pinch my IP or something that we can be um yeah as you said and we, a, we don't have to in addition to that too is that we're not alone mm. but too often we live as a one-man army so to speak right we live on an island by ourselves but christ often reminds us that we are not to forsake the assembly of the righteous you know not because we're businesses and not because we're christian businesses doesn't necessarily mean that we should be standing alone part of the thing that i've done that has been beneficial to me and what i've learned through my struggles is that i need to align myself with like-minded believers who are in business so some things that i can't see clearly because sometimes you're in a situation you can't see it clearly because you're in that system bring it to someone um not in a in a spirit of gossip but in a spirit that is genuinely desiring some godly counsel and you need to surround yourself with people who can give you godly counsel and i bring it to some of my friends and i say hey here's what i'm experiencing what do you think here's how i responded what should i do what do you think is the best thing that i can do in this situation and they've given me some wonderful godly advice that has helped 
me in some tough situation because let's face it some of us you know as much as we love christ and as much as we try to walk in the way of christ every now and again we will find that we slip up Mm-hmm. And the, the, the good thing is that the spirit of God will convict us. Don't be afraid to acknowledge when you have done wrong and don't be afraid to seek out godly counsel to help you when you when you get into those sticky situations, especially in business, because, again, you can't pray for someone. You can't witness to someone if you have tarnished mm-hmm. your ability to do so. So mm-hmm. always make amends humble yourself and acknowledge when you are wrong and seek godly counsel and i can't echo that enough i'm not a solo act empress of virtue does not stand by itself i surround myself with people who can advise me from a godly perspective and who can guide me from a from a business perspective and the two actually do come together very well yeah so so true such a great conversation, uh, Sonetta. Just loved uh, speaking with you today. How can people find out more and connect with you and find out about Empress of Virtue? Well, you can always visit my website at empressofvirtue.com. And if you scroll all the way down to the bottom, you can click on my story. And I do have several blogs. I have a soul care blog on that website. Or you could follow me on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Just type in Empress of Virtue and you'll find me fantastic one of the things i'm doing tonight for all of my guests is finishing the show with a word of prayer may i do that for you today yes please okay father thank you for the opportunity to speak with sonette and find out about her business and lord really um how she is always putting you first she's renewing her mind keeping you first and foremost and uh, just how she has um, gone through the struggles um, and and really now uh, growing a business that honours you in every way. We just want to uphold her in uh, our prayers. Will you continue to bless her? And of course, all of the women that she is uh, working with, we also want to uphold them in our prayers too. Father, it can be so challenging if we are on our own to build a kingdom business. And uh, we're reminded, as Sunette said, to surround ourselves with other godly men and women who are also in business. And that can be such a a great uh, support for us as we continue to every day show up, do what we need to do in our business, but above all, remain connected uh, with you and in the world. Father, we just want to ask this all in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been an absolute delight uh, with every show. And that's one of the reasons why I started the Christian Entrepreneurs Show was to have conversations with other godly people who were doing great things in their business, whether they were starting up, whether they'd been in business six years, 60 years or or, uh, or in between. Because I think, you know, hearing um, different stories and uh, Bible verses that people have felt uh, really supported them, all of that, I think, uh, and more is uh, something that I'm hoping that this particular show continues to deliver and bring real value in that area too. And of course, be able to hear and build a community of other like-minded people too. And uh, you certainly have done that today. So thank you. Thank you so very much, Anne-Marie, for having me. This has been a delight and I've gained so much from this conversation. Many blessings to you as you continue in this endeavor. Thank you. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by BeTheDifferenceMovement.com, changing the world one message at a time. Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers, thought leaders, and disruptors at www.BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. That's BeTheDifferenceMovement.com.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.